Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm pleased to be speaking with Julie Jo Severson this morning. She's the author of Secret Twin Cities and is going to tell us some of those secrets about the metro area. Good morning, Julie. Good morning. I'm so glad to speak with you today because what an interesting book. First of all, tell us a little bit more about it and uh, what kinds of things are in there. Yeah, well, it's essentially a whimsical tour, I like to say, of the Twin Cities through the lens of the unusual. And so through brief vignettes with lots of photographs, I feature those offbeat and underappreciated places and legacies that really, truly set our region apart from the rest of the world. What made you want to do something like this book? I was actually approached by a publisher. Um, they, I was referred to them by uh, Julie Burton. She's a founder of Modern Well in the Twin Cities, a local co-working center. And uh, they wanted a book written like this about the Twin Cities. And so I took that opportunity as a freelance journalist and I had the time of my life. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, so there are uh, several images on the front of the book, if if you wouldn't mind. First of all, let's tell people where to see the book online, if you wouldn't mind just giving your website quickly. Yeah, uh, www.secrettwincities.com is my my book website and where you can order signed copies while making a part of the proceeds are going to Open Arms Minnesota. Oh, wonderfully. And so the the cover images, yes, on the very top is the hippie van. And um, that's my dream vehicle. (laughs) But you will you will find that at Hot Sam's Antique Park in Lakeville. It's truly a gem with a wonderful backstory. It's a kind of a 10 acre wonderland of the weird. (laughs) But the owner, Jake Hood, likes to call it his junkyard with a sense of humor. (laughs) <laughs> and he built this he built this wonder park as a gift for his mother Gladys, who was a record-breaking race car driver and also cared for her husband with who suffered brain damage. And so uh, he was a scrap collector and this park is features just quirky Hollywood props scattered throughout that theater groups will come and rent out or purchase. And um, I mean from aliens and crashed airplanes and giant sharks and my favorite is the giant Tweety Bird. <laughs> that's amazing. It's really a gem. Yeah, that sounds amazing. So t- talk about the other images on the book. Well, of course, behind in the background there is the dove symbol, you know, related to the Prince story. And that's taken right off a mural on a wall in in uptown area. There's a vignette in there that talks about Prince because, of course, I could not write a book about the weird, wonderful, and obscure without honoring Prince. And that includes a self-guided tour um, that's online. You really won't know about this uh, digital tour unless I was told about it by a music historian where you can really see the authentic places of of his childhood. And then um, that bus stop okay there is in North Minneapolis. I'm kind of obsessed with it. I think it's the coolest bus stop in the world. And (laughs) it's got these giant flowers steel made of steel sprouting out of it a beautiful story to it. It really is a beacon of hope because those flowers uh, survived a tornado. They were the epic, in the epic center, middle of a tornado in 2011 that ripped through that area and those flowers survived that. Hmm. And then that face there is kind of a fun scavenger hunt thing to go find. Actually, it's tucked away in a neighborhood above Wabasha Caves. 
Oh, uh, okay. It's turned away from the street, so you don't really notice it, but it overlooks the city of St. Paul. Oh, wow. And it, it's, it was part of a, a symposium of stone carvers that came together um, many years ago in St. Paul to create these stone carvings as a tribute to the Minnesota is well known for its stone and rock. And so you'll have, you'll find these all over St. Paul, different stone carvings. And this is just one of those. Oh, cool. Julie, how did you find all of these secrets? Did it, was it just going out and talking to people and asking them what they knew about the Metro? Yeah. You know, as a, I'm a native Minnesota and I truly have an appreciation for the whimsical side of life and, and history. But so I had a good base, but I wanted to get the perspectives of many. So I did reach out to lots and lots of locals and, and um, from archivists to bartenders to old college friends and read a lot. But then I, I got in the car and experienced all of these things myself. <clears throat> so I really was became a tourist in my own town. And so much to learn about what's right in our backyards, really, right? Oh, absolutely. I was just blown away by really the, the historic and cultural gems. What were some of your favorites? It's, I feel like when I'm asked that, I, I answer it differently every time because sure. they all feel like my babies. <laughs> and I feel like I have to give them all a turn. <laughs> you know, one magical morning was when I went out to the Rock Island Swing Bridge in Invergrove Heights. It was an early Sunday morning, so I had the whole darn thing to myself. This used to be a double-decker bridge between Invergrove Heights and St. Paul Park. And it, it carried uh, railroad traffic on the upper level and vehicle traffic on the lower level. And there's evidence that, that the famous gangster John Dillinger fled across it after you know, a running gun battle with the Dakota County deputies. <laughs> but since then, all kinds of things have happened to this bridge. Parts of it fell off, and then parts of it caught on fire. <laughs> and they were gonna they were gonna demolish it, but then um, you know residents stepped in and saved it. And now it's a, a recreational pier that extends halfway across the Mississippi River. <laughs> of course, there's an end cap, you know, that to keep you from falling off. And but there's a beautiful bench at the end. You can sit and watch the boats go by. I just love that. And it's right by. It's right on the Mississippi River region trail so you can hike and bike and or you could put your boat in and in the marina right next to it so it's, it makes for a great day I love that and I learned to appreciate things I'd had been to many times but didn't know the story behind it like the Lindale Park Peace Garden sure you know that's right by the Rose Gardens um there's a zigzag bridge there and you really would cross over without thinking anything about it but I decided to get hold of the architect and I learned why it's zigzag and and I hadn't even noticed really these stone pumps on each end of it and one is from Nagasaki and the other one is from Hiroshima and they were they're from the the rubble of the atomic bombs there of 1945 mm -hmm. and gifted to us and they were placed on each end of this bridge and the architect really he read to me from his journal so I included part of that in the, in the vignette about that and so I'll never, I'll never um, 
any visits to the Peace Garden will always feel different to me now. Mm-hmm. I could keep going and going to Sweet Hollow. I yeah. love Sweet Hollow and St. Paul. Have you been there? No, I haven't, sadly. It's truly a gem. And I hadn't been there prior to working on this either. And I found, um, I always knew you could get there from the Bruce Mainto Regional Trail, but the original White Tunnel by Ham's Brewery that you can walk through to get to it. And that was the original tunnel that immigrants walked through after they arrived at Union Depot train station. They'd walk with their suitcases through this tunnel. It was the only way into it at the time. And, you know, it used to be Sweet Hollow used to be, well, it's a park below, hidden below 120 feet below street level. And um, you would never know a city is on top of it because it's so quiet down there. And they lived in shanties um, for a hundred years. Immigrants lived down there. And since then it's been, they, they cleaned it up. It was declared a health hazard and it was burned down all the shanties and the families were evacuated. And, but, and now it's a, a beautiful, quiet, restored park with the trail running through it. And it leads you to the Bruce Fainto Nature Sanctuary, which is being restored right now. And a new center is going there next fall. Well, Julie Jo Severson, the book is called Secret Twin Cities, and it's just full of like these delightful stories about what's literally in, in our own neighborhood and, and right across the street and across town. I love it. Julie, is there anything else you'd like to add? I just think, you know, yeah, we're all looking for things to do this summer, right? The different kind of summer and mm-hmm. a perfect summer really to bring your kids um, to a lot of these sites. There's, they're all mini histor- history lessons. They really are. And um, I wish I hit my, I wish my kids were younger. So they're learning all this when they're younger. They're older <laughs> teens now, but it really will enrich their appreciation and your own appreciation of the Twin Cities. Julie Jo Severson, thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you so much.